Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Rumor Gerd, Gerst Bumps. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Zing! But you can buy lottery tickets. Um. Boom, 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 boom. Well, I thought Mike Tyson was a chicken guy. We're not one of those pretty TV people. Oh, I can't imagine. You're welcome. Spanky's. Spanky's. Another episode of the Spanktacular. Julia did like a bow, like she'd like a curtsy. <laughs> You're in Spanktacular. This is episode number two of the end of the decade nonsense. We might go three episodes. Is that the plan? If we talk a lot, I don't know. It's We already did this episode, so I don't know why I'm pretending we don't know what we're going <laughs> to yeah, do. Yeah, there's going to be a third episode. It'll just depend on the yeah. edits. <laughs> the way we're doing this episode is we have random categories, best of, worst of, whatever it might be from the decade. And we, we we talk about those particular categories and break down the things that happened this decade, a lot of which you probably forgot about. Yeah, definitely. And we actually prepared for this one, or at least I did. So watch out. The answers are coming in hot. Oh, and by the way, if you agree or disagree or whatever with any of this stuff, hit us up on Twitter at B96Tyler or at the Radio Hag. I'm the one that's at B96Tyler. I'm the Hag. Is there anything else you want to add? Let it roll. Favorite song. Oh my God, this is difficult. Keep something in mind, we asked all the Jingle Bash artists the same question, and they were all like, this is so hard. And we're like, how difficult can it really be? Until we took it upon ourselves to ask ourselves this question, and it took me forever. I actually went into my Apple Music and just looked at the most played songs in my Apple Music. From that decade? And assumed that those were my favorite. Okay. um, I think I have two. And then in honorable mention. Go. Paris. In Paris. Word I cannot say in Paris. Oh, I was thinking chain smokers and cool. I know there. that's why I had to quickly correct that. Um, that's Kanye, or that's that's Kanye and Jay Z, right? With Will Ferrell. Yes, and then um, all of the lights. Kanye. Yes. Good choices. Honorable mention. This is gonna um, be some dumb. I can already tell by your look. <laughs> this is gonna be something so ridiculous. Um, what shit? What's it called? Oh, dynamite. Tile Cruz? Yes. <laughs> this song just made me so happy. <laughs> Yo. There's a thing coming up about one hit wonders of the of the of the decade. It's him and him. I know. He's not even on my list, but that's gotta be somewhere up at the tip top, right? Yeah. And I also sorry, this list is you can't just pick one though. I also really loved, I will say, like a big standout song to me was Justin Bieber Sorry. I thought it was so good. And yes, I am very pop music washed because of the genre we work in pop music encompasses a lot of different formats so right you know we grab here in the pop music format we do tend to grab from a lot of other formats so right, right, whatever. Right. mine i took out all lincoln park and 21 pilot stuff because my it, everything was flooded those are my two favorite bands lincoln park and 21 pilots and it was just flooded with songs from them mm-hmm. so i took that out and the two most listened to songs in my apple music calvin harris and big sean open wide 
and let me see how big your mouth yes. is. Dun, 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 dun. That's so random. I mean, that's a random. decent song, Dude, I but I just to it like a lot. And the second was the weekend Starboy. Starboy's great. Starboy's up there for me. Um, I liked his cover of Drunken Love. That was like one of my most listened to songs of the decade. Uh, I can't stop with the naming shit I liked. Um, Can I tell you my Starboy stories first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A couple weeks ago, I accidentally, uh, on purpose, blew out the speaker in here because of the weekend Starboy. So we had a speaker. We've got these two monitor speakers here in the studio, and one started to die. You could see it. Like the little red light, which is like the power supply up there, started kind of fading in and out. And it got worse and worse throughout the day and throughout the the week leading up to it. And so finally, at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, I'm going to put this thing out of its fucking misery. And I had the weekend Starboy coming up. And so, you know, when that bass note kicks in about halfway through like the first little part there, I cranked it up to like plus 10 in here in the studio. And the thing goes, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then a big pop. And then it was done. A little bit of smoke and then it fried. And then I sent out an email said, hey, we need a new speaker in the studio. And 20 minutes later, we had one. Wow. Look at that. Look at that turn. Shout out to our engineers. Although I don't think they realized that I accidentally, well, I, I put it out of its misery. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to hang around in 2014 for a second. I loved Clean Bandit Rather Be. Yeah. That's a good one. Another, another one hit. Uh, it was a one hit. Um, and then I also, another one hit. I liked Kaiza Hideaway and, oh, Sam Smith, not the only one. Not a one hit wonder. <laughs> you ready for my most listened to album on my Apple iTunes mm-hmm. or my Apple thing? You're going to, you're going to laugh hysterically. Uh, the Lonely Island, the Whack album. Oh my God. That, I think that honestly might be up there for me too. It might be up there for me too. So good. Best new alcohol. The most recent one I think we are going to agree on is the Screw peanut butter ball. whiskey. Yes. Well, I posted an article about it yesterday. Uh, a lot of people, I think in Michigan, responded with that they hadn't heard of it yet. I don't know if it hasn't like. It's starting to sweep the nation. Pop off there. Like it'll be like how White Claw was because like White Claw was huge two years ago in Michigan, but I feel like everywhere else just found out about it this past year. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Get um, yourself a claw-a-roll for Christmas. I will definitely say spiked seltzer of any form. Like, it doesn't have to be White Claw, but there's, like, White Claw, there's Bon & Viv, there's Truly, just all of them, I think, was probably the best invention because get drunk, not fat is my motto. I think there was more things that went away in this decade than was created. Like, for Loco. For Loco, R.I.P., um, hypnotic. Um, oh my hypnotic? God. Hypnotic with the Q. Yep. Is that the blue one? Uh, yes. That's gone. I drank some sort of in like 2015. I remember drinking some sort of purple alcohol that came in a really pretty bottle and it was like, it was glitter. Probably shouldn't have drank it. I can't imagine that was, it was uh, good for you. It was, um, Goldschlager. Is it? Goldschlager. Yeah. Oh, is that still around? Cause I feel like I've never seen that again. Yeah. It's Goldschlager. Christmas in your mouth. It's not the purple one, though. I don't think that's oh. what it was called. Goldschlager is the one with the gold one. No, that's is that the one from uh, Superbad? Purple glittery alcohol. Oh, it's a uh, no. It's this Vink Vinique. No, nobody's ever heard of Vinique. <laughs> Good lord, where were you? Were you like some trashy Detroit suburban strip? I was in or Vegas. Something? Don't be rude. Jägermeister, I think, officially went away, even though you can still find it in every bar. But nobody It hasn't really went away, it. and but, I love Jaeger. Yeah, but at the, you think back to the beginning of 2010, 2011, how big it was. Every bar you would go into would have, like, the, the, the cold tap thing where you could get Jaeger on tap. Yeah. And then those were all wiped out by Fireball when Fireball came in. And the Fireball had its moment, and then that kind of went away when Europe and Australia banned it. 
I think, yeah, I think Fireball became like the Buzz Lightyear and Jaeger definitely became like the Woody. Like it got, it was still around. We still played with it, but it was just like not the star of the show toy. (laughs) I'll still drink Jaeger. I I love Jaeger. So you know what I love more than anything? And I, look, I still love Jaeger bombs. I do too. Have we not talked about this? No. It's my favorite shot. Really? Yes. Hands down. If you were to ask me what shot I want, that's it. But I just never do it because nobody ever likes it. And plus, it well, first of all, it's always more expensive. And second, like the bartenders, like people judge you when you order a Jaeger bomb. They judge you so much. They ask, they act like you said I voted for their non their non political party. Wow, look at you tone right down the, the the line there. Look at that. I thought you were going to throw out a candidate. Well, it's a sen- <laughs> it, well, it's it's that sensitive when you say you take a Jaeger bomb. The reason I fell in love with them though is because um, the first club I hosted. That was always the uh, $2 special for an for Jager Bombs $2? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And me and the the guy who was DJing, like, he would always get us, like, a couple of those to, like, start the night, warm us up. And it just, like, I don't know. It just, I, I like black licorice, so I like the taste of it. I like Red Bull. Like, it is my favorite shot. And it gives me a good, like, it gets me, like, a good warm start. Do you remember that video of those dudes making fun of the New Jersey guys, the Jersey guys? My new haircut. We just talked about it. Yeah. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. That was the beginning of the end. That's when it, that ship started. I so. just feel like next time we're out, you and I need to do a Jaeger bomb. Oh, because for we sure. just found this out. I love Jaeger bombs. Yeah. It's... And here's what I'll do. When I'm tired, get a little bit of Red Bull kick. Oh, it's just, kick. it's like putting yourself on a charger just periodically through the night just to make sure you don't die, but like you're, you still got some life left in <laughs> you if you need to order left. an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> just doing that little shot with some, uh, with some Red Bull in it. Maybe that's the reason I don't sleep when I'm drunk. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> good Lord, maybe that's not the problem. <laughs> that could very well be the, the culprit. Favorite new artist. Favorite new artist of the decade. Mine, you, you know what mine is, right? 21 Pilots. Yes. Now, technically, they were formed like 2009, but they didn't really get signed until a little bit afterwards. So their whole blow-up decade was this one. Okay. So, 21 Pilots. Of the year, for sure, Lil Nas X. <laughs> Do you actually listen to his album, though? Hell yeah, dude. Do you really? That guy's so good. He is He's, good. I just didn't know you you got into like dude, anything beyond the hits. what anybody says when they try and hate on Old Town Road. You uh, you love that song at some point. If you're not, you're lying. No, and I love, I like, pan- I'm more of a panini gal myself, but I obviously liked both. Dude, he's funny. He's entertaining. He is really funny. He's a star, even though I think he's already retiring from music. Is that what I saw last time? He's Did you? done. Yeah, I think he's retiring already. You know, he had a good run. So he uh, he managed to pull a second hit after everybody thought he was going to be a one hit wonder. And he makes music that's two minutes or less. I am on board with Little Nas X. Let's go. I hope, I hope he has nothing but 17 more albums in the future. Okay. Well, my favorite artist of the decade, or not the decade, the year, uh, and she's been around for longer, but obviously this is her big standout year, would be Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. I'm a very big fan of hers. She's legal now. Stop saying it like that. Like, just stop saying that in general, because coming out of a man's mouth doesn't I sound... I accidentally just said that on the radio a little yeah, bit ago. Yeah. Happy birthday to Billie Eilish. She's legal. And I'm like, oh, that sounded bad. To vote. Oh, she could buy lottery tickets. Um, Ed Sheeran. To, or for the for the decade, I would say, yeah, Ed Sheeran in the decade, Ariana Grande, um, and my top pick would be The Weekend. Also, uh, I think he was like around a year prior, but obviously this was his biggest decade. Not like my favorite favorite, but worth mentioning would be Bruno Mars. 
Bruno, remember he slid in with B-O-B. like oh eight, yeah. But that when was that? That was like two thousand. That was after that, right? Well, just the way you are, I think, came out like my senior year of high school, or maybe it was twenty ten. July twentieth, twenty ten is when it was released. Oh, so he is of this decade. That's crazy to think because I feel like his career just always seemed like huge. Yeah, yeah. The song with Bob right before, and um, yeah, it's crazy to think ten years ago. All these artists, like if you go through like this playlist, how many of them you had never heard of a year, or, like ten years ago when this when the whole thing started, right? Like I'm looking right here: Post Malone, Shawn Mendes, Camila Justin Cabello, Bieber. Justin Bieber, Lizzo, Ariana Grande, uh, Lil Nas X. Ed Sheeran, Selena Gomez, you, Katie, well, Katy Perry, you had heard of, Sam Smith, Halsey. You had never heard of any of these people 10 years ago. Yeah. At all. That is crazy. Um, Drake, though, popped off in 09, and he, but I think he really surfaced like during this decade, obviously. One of the best pop stars of all time. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you wouldn't be able to get through that without just making one little comment. He doesn't like Drake. <laughs> no, I, Drake is fine, but it's for somebody to put him on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop, you're you're high. <laughs> you're absolutely high. Some people think he's the greatest of all time. He's not even the greatest of right now, probably not even in the top five. And I have facts to back that up, but that's a different story. Not saying he's bad, but he's just not. He, he always shows up when hip hop's on a lull and makes pop music and everybody thinks he's a hip hop guy. That's a fair point. I understand that. So I'm right. Gosh darn it. But anyway, yeah, Drake's great, though, other than all that. You know what's crazy is um, Adele popped off in this decade, too. Favorite celebrity breakup. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. (laughs) They split, yo. Four years ago. It's over. Had a whole thing and everything. It's so dumb. Why is that dumb? You think of a better one. What are you going to do? Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? No. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. People are devastated by that. How can two cartoon characters actually split up and they made it happen? I will say Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie are somewhere near the top of my list for that because I hate that relationship because Team Jen. Oh. Just because you can adopt a ton of kids and do charity work doesn't mean that people can forget what you did. Well, Jennifer Aniston also has five of the top six celebrity breakups of the decade, so whatever. Yeah, because who wouldn't want to date her? That's my point. So maybe the problem isn't anybody else. Maybe the problem's her. She's the common denominator in all these breakups. No, I think he ruined men for her. Because <laughs> he cheated Brad on her. No, he cheated on her. Don't even get me started about Brad, Brad, fucking Jen and Angelina, and Brad. I would say also honorable mention, um, Ben Affleck and um, God, what's her last name? The the wholesome Jen, pretty smile. You want her to like make you muffins? <laughs> she just looks so nice. Garner, Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah, she's very wholesome. I wasn't happy about that breakup. And I shouldn't say I was happy to see Ben Affleck in public drunk. I'm just going to say I was entertained by that breakup. You know, Ben Affleck was probably part of the one of the biggest breakups of the decade before, right? What? Jennifer Lopez. Was he really? Yeah. I was just a I was just a pup then, so I don't really know about yeah, that. Yeah, dated for a couple of years. Big deal. That was the first. That was the OG Benifer. Who did he break up? Her and who? Mark Anthony? No, Mark Anthony, I think it was after. I think Mark Anthony was at the very, yes, it was after. So Mark Anthony, they broke up right at the beginning of this decade. So that could technically be on this That's list That's crazy. Jennifer Lopez has a lot of breakups. More recently, Miley and Liam. That was a shock. They had been together for a decade. Was it a shock? I was shocked. Were you? Yes, they just got married. Mm. Um, and also Jay-Z and Kanye West. <laughs> Nothing hits her worse than a friend breakup. <laughs> Best scandal. I've got three. Okay. Where do you want me to go in chronological order? Sure. First one was the OG scandal of this decade. 
and it crossed into my world as a sports loving person because I would watch all these things on ESPN and they're breaking down this scandal day by day. And it was fantastic and sad at the same time. Tiger Woods. I knew that was going to come up. That started in 09 though, didn't it? No, it was, it was Thanksgiving of 2010. And the reason why I know that I'll never forget. I was living in Seattle at the time and the Blackhawks were playing that night. It was the same night as Marion Hosts' first game with the Blackhawks. It was Wednesday of Thanksgiving weekend. And that's when the whole thing broke that uh, Tiger Woods' wife beat him up with the golf club and he crashed his car. And then you start finding out about the Perkins waitresses and like the porn stars. And they're like, yo, Tiger was just, he, he was a sex haver. Big sex haver. I remember driving into school and hearing updates about that literally every day for months. Like it was never ending. And then like Tiger blood and like, Oh, you know what I'm also confusing that with that I that I thought was the decade before, but I think was this past decade too. Charlie Sheen. That was this. Yeah, no, that was this. That was the whole porn star thing, and then the uh, the whole AIDS thing. That would be my favorite scandal because we got winning out of that. We did get a lot of things out of that. Remember, he made the rounds, and then he did a tour. Yes, like he was like proud of it. He he did a tour where he just went up and ad libbed, and apparently it was not well received with the reviews. Oh, I can't imagine. But th- th- that I thought was also like so 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 long ago. But it was this decade because I remember driving to school and hearing just about those two things for months. The next one is the Ariana Grande donut licking. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big deal at the time because they had video footage of Ariana Grande licking a donut on the uh, on the display case, and, and then the saying, "I hate America." That was with Mac, wasn't it? No, it was uh, with that one guy she dated before Mac. That's like her dancer. Was it? Ricky, yeah. Oh. Um, and then the last one, uh, Fire Festival. The Fire Festival was good. And, and keep in mind, we got two great documentaries out of that. And we also got the one guy who said he would do crazy things to, just to get a bunch of people water that he didn't know. Where is he now? He's That was this year too, wasn't it? When are those documentaries this it, year? Yeah, it that documentary came out when I just moved here. Um, yeah, my scandals would be the Charlie Sheen one for sure. Um, and I'm not going to say this is my favorite scandal. I'm just going to say this is a very big scandal that happened this past decade that is is worth mentioning because it seems like so long ago was the fappening. The what? The fappening. What was that? Where like all those celebrities got their eye clo- clouds like. Oh, yes. I didn't realize it had a name. <laughs> you it was called the fappening? I thought that was the official name for it, but maybe just Dude, the one great. radio show I listened to called it the fappening. <laughs> <laughs> Let me Google if it's actually called that. I don't it, think so. I think I think you made that up. No, I I literally Googled it uh Googled it and it comes up on dictionary.com. That was the one that uh, man, a bunch of people got hung up in that. Kate Upton. Yeah. Uh, uh Jennifer Lawrence. No, it's literally on dictionary.com, the fappening. Oh. <laughs> the fappening refers to an event that began on August 13 or August 31st, 2014, when an iCloud hack resulted in nude photos of dozens of celebrities to be released online. Honestly, that is very sad. I felt bad. I did not. I made sure I didn't look at any of them because like, I just, I don't know, like that would suck. You but, didn't look at them while you did your part. You're a hero. I did not think I was giving back to the world, but like, that's terrible. But also, I mean, in this day and age where anything could be hacked, it's like, what are we doing here, guys? But if you're famous, why are you sending your uh, your bits and pieces through the cloud, you know? Well, I think the fappening is what changed culture and what made people scared to send their nudes. I know. It really ruined the whole D-pick game. Well, no, it didn't. I got my, some, I've got dick pics airdropped to me at the bar before. So they didn't <laughs> really? learn anything from the fappening. <laughs> wow. Was it from Josh? 
Oh. It was just, I don't know where it was from. Just random people. Yeah, because if you have your airdrop sent to anyone, anyone in the bar can just airdrop you whatever they want. Right. So I what I wonder what they were what was going through their mind, what what they hope to accomplish with that. Just be fun, like a funny surprise. You look around and you see where the bomb set off. Like, cause see if anyone reacts. We absolutely have to do that with Sonic and his phone. It doesn't have to be D pics. It can be just hit no, like just him like in his cowboy outfit. <laughs> I just send it to whoever. Yes. <laughs> Actually, let's do it. No. <laughs> Favorite meme. Um, one that comes to mind for me in particular that I still think is funny is the Doge meme, like the D-O-G-E. It's the Shiba Inu dog where it says like, wow, very fluff. Sh- such dog. So meme. <laughs> and it's that it's, you know, the Shiba like dog where he's like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that but one. But you were pretty deep on that one. That's not like one of the most widely known memes. No, it is. It is. I feel like he's still used. You think? Yeah, Doge is like definitely well known. Because like now when people see Sh- Shiba Inus, they don't even know what breed it is. They're like, oh, you got one of those Doge dogs. I didn't know what kind of breed it was before. Exactly. Um, I also <laughs> was a fan of Salt Bay more recently. Okay, so Salt Bay, DJ Flipside went to that restaurant. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he went there and he said, like, the guy comes out and does the whole shebang and, like, it's super expensive. But, yeah, he comes out. That's a, that's his whole shtick. Do you think now, though, he, like, like charges to do that? Like, charges a special amount to, like, see him do his trick? It's already a crazy expensive to get into that place. It's I know, in New but, York somewhere. But now it's like you're seeing Celine Dion perform. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his place of residency all he does is just pour salt on some meat that guy probably like so does he like not speak any english or anything i'm not sure i can see him like being like one of those super italian guys like at the restaurant and like imagine like unintentionally becoming a meme like well i mean that's most memes but still like just having no idea i didn't even know where it came from until dj flipside's like yo look where i went and then he went to that restaurant i'm like that's a restaurant like, I had no idea where that came from. Like, 90% of the memes, you don't know where they came from. Yeah, that's true. Uh, did he get a picture with him? I don't know. He shot me, he sent me a video. What about your favorite meme? Um, mine's very easy, especially living here in the city of Chicago. And as a sports fan, but even you would know this one, the crying Michael Jordan meme. Oh, yeah, for sure. Is the best meme. Because there's been so many alterations of it. And it's gotten played out. So it, it needs to, we need to take it out back behind the shed and stick a bullet in its head. But it, it, for a period of time, it was amazing. Um, I also liked the smiling and crying Selena Gomez meme. It, she didn't mean for that to become a meme, but it did. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. What was your favorite meme of the decade? Oh, hey, Sonic. Uh, of the decade? That's tough. I mean. Well, I so we'll tell you what we did. I did the Doge meme, you know, the Shiba Inu dog that like. Was like very fluff, much dog. Yeah, I don't know that one either, oh. bro. Yeah, no clue. <laughs> I'll show you guys him. You'll Must know. Be a Detroit thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> th- this dog. <laughs> Still don't. You guys showing your age? It's fine. So what? We're twenty one. Whatever. Yeah. Just use your computers for Yahoo. Um, <laughs> and Obviously. I said Salt Bay. Oh yeah, yeah. Salt Bay is great. And um, I said crying MJ. Yeah, that's iconic. Mm-hmm. You know that more people, like especially millennials, don't know Michael Jordan for what he's accomplished in basketball, but they're like, you're the crying meme guy. Oh, no. Crying meme guy or the guy that, you know, the shoe guy. They think he's just some guy that made a shoe brand, which he is, but they don't even realize that he is the greatest basketball player of all time. Shout out to LeBron. Well, I mm-hmm. thought Mike Tyson was the chicken guy. <laughs> um, I can't narrow it down off the top, but lately I've been digging the Baby Yoda memes. They're so hilarious to me. Those are going to get old fast. Yeah. Yeah, they are. But you know what? There's always those people that beat them into the ground, though. They're still going to be there. The people who post it's going to be May every year, which, by the way, I do think came out this past decade. 
right? Yeah, I would have had to, yeah. That's mm. crazy that it came out this past decade because it be feels my... like it's been here for fucking 40 years. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the people who beat that into the ground are the people who couldn't carry Baby Yoda. Yeah. True. Uh, oh, was... you know what? Sorry to cut you off. I just thought of mine. It's the girl um, when she, her neck's like kind of bent and she's like doing this with her hand. Like, uh, oh, the. Yeah. And it was like, you said Netflix and chill. the girl is like questioning things what do they call that one oh i i know what you're talking about and i can uh i can picture it was Irma Gerd from this past decade? I think so, yeah. Irma Gerd, Gerstbumps? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was all this I decade. I loved that one. <laughs> Dude, who ever made memes? This hilarious. And I loved um, Sassy Cheerleader, this girl. She was more of a gif. Where did she get her memes? Are these underground memes? I don't even know that one. Yeah, I've seen that one a time or two. But remember, who is the gymnast that also got turned into a meme because she was on the metal stand just all pissed off? She had that look. Oh, the... Yes. Uh... We can't, nobody can see it because this is a podcast. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, I'm googling it. Uh, Michaela. Michaela Mar- Mar- Maroney. 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 Yeah. She's hot. Not oh, in that photo. Ooh, but now. Oh no! It's it's. She's not mad. She's just right. No, but she's kind of. She got like a bronze, and she got shafted in the Olympics or something like that. I don't remember the full story, but she didn't win the gold, and so that's her genuine look for not winning the gold. Was that? Oh my god! Uh, you know that really old guy that gets memed all the time, and he's like smiling, but he looks like he hates his life. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this would this would have been so much better on a visual medium. Should we redo this for a different? Nah, it's fine. Should we do Sonic's category as long as he came in? Oh yeah. Favorite Sonic moment. Well, I've only known Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've known I've known who Sonic was for over a year and a half, but wow, I've really gotten to know who he is as a person in the past. <laughs> 10 months. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll start my favorite Sonic moment. And this is technically the last week of 2018, but it's my favorite Sonic moment. So I'm going to morph it into this one. Bulldog. When we're watching the Bulls game, you try oh, to buy God. those girls a drink. I this, did buy them a drink, by the way. You did buy them a drink. This dude, it was between Christmas and New Year's last year. It was like right before New Year's. So that's why I'm giving this one. Well, it's of the decade. So whatever. This dude tried to buy two girls a drink. He did buy them a drink. Mm-hmm. They were sitting there. It's like a square bar. Sonic and I are on one side watching the Bulls game. These other two girls are having an intense conversation looking at each other at the uh, at the bar. Every and once in a while, though, glancing over at us. They were, gla- yeah, like legit, like the one face and you kept looking at you for whatever reason. Does, do you think it's because they knew who you guys were? No. no hell no. God, no. What do you, we don't, we're not one of those pretty TV people. Hair's not purple. Nobody knows. So <laughs> She's grunted. <laughs> Julia just grunted. Go ahead. So Sonic grabs the bartender and goes, hey. Let me go ahead and send those two girls a drink. He's like, all right, what do you want to give them? He's like, whatever they're drinking. It was something crazy like goose and like uh, goose and soda or something. So he sends two of them over there. That's not crazy. I would drink that. What's that? Cra- it's just like crazy. Oh, like expensive. Oh, goose, yeah. right. Because Sonic was hoping for like, <laughs> you know. Tito's. Yeah. <laughs> Tito's and orange <laughs> juice. <laughs> McCorm- McCormick's and water. Yeah. <laughs> so, bartender's like, that's from that dude over there. And they look over and they're like, oh, thank you so much. Great. It's like five minutes go by, maybe 10 minutes. The girl who Sonic was looking at, Sonic gets up, comes around the bar. I'm on the right. Sonic's now in the middle. She's standing on the left of Sonic. You know, one person removed from me. She goes, hey, I just want to say thank you so much for the drink. Sonic looks at the girl and goes, you're welcome. And then turns around, swings his head back in my direction, turns his back to her and faces me like, now what do I do? And I'm sitting there. No game moment. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm sitting there eating a chicken wing. With, and I'm like, what, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and then she just kind of awkwardly walked to the bathroom without another word. And 
that was it. That was it. They came back to the seats and then left. Then she probably went to her friend and was like, who the hell is that guy? Let's get out of here. Do you frequently um, just like do the send drink kind of thing or like buy them what they're drinking thing at the bar? I've been highly opposed to that, but then I have a buddy that does it. He'll send girls fireball shots, and it works out for him every time. So does I'm like, it this work? Is, yeah, I was yeah. wondering that because I haven't been in the game for a while. So like, I don't know if if I were single, if I would yeah. like that. Right. I've I've never done that. And so then my buddy does that, and he said it works all the time. So I was like, this is my chance. Guaranteed <laughs> to it work one hundred percent of the time, fifty percent of the time. Yeah. So. Um. Everybody knows this moment. Well, I don't know if the podcast does, but obviously this is a standout Sonic moment of 2019 for all of our group. Fanny Gate. <laughs> <laughs> Which was Tyler's fault. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't even there. So why don't you retell the story? Sonic and I went to Fat Poor in South Loop one night or one day or whatever it was, and we got hammered. Sonic in particular was white girl wasted that night. At the time, he had a fanny pack everywhere he went because <laughs> he still does sometimes. That was a thing for those three weeks in July. So he it was uh, July. I thought it was, it was like winter, no, it was a winter. Dude. It was Whatever. like when I first moved here. I was it, like, that's the story that introduced me to Sonic's life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Sonic had his fanny pack, and it's a dark. Yeah, you know, you're right because there was a coat involved. There are coats involved. Yeah. So your fanny pack. Uh, was draped over by the coats. And I think, I know my coat was black and I'm pretty sure yours <laughs> was too. And so we're sitting there at the bar. It's kind of dark. Well, we stumble our way home. So the next day, Sonic comes in and goes, man, I can't find my fucking fanny pack. <laughs> I'm like, just think about how stupid that sentence sounds. First of all. Well, right. <laughs> second of all, I'm like, well, where did you have it last? She goes, I had it at, I must've left it in the Uber. Like I had it at Fat Poor last night. I just can't find it anywhere. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And he had his life in there. Like yeah, everything. my House keys with the fob that you can't replace. I had debit card, debit card, like wallet ID. Yeah. All that stuff. Some sunglasses. Oh, and I had just bought in a bunch of CBD. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I had a bunch of bottles of CBD. Dad, how like, big was this fanny pack? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like worried about that. So he's like scrambling around, like getting all this shit replaced, right? Debit cards, mm-hmm. fobs to get into the building, to get at work, to get into his building at home so he can live like his whole life. Well, you know how it is when you lose something like that, your whole life gets yeah. flipped upside down. Like five days later. My wife, Randy, texts me, hey, I found a fanny pack underneath our table. <laughs> I'm like, where? She goes, at our house. I go, huh. I go, open it up. Sonic's fanny pack's under my table at our house. So apparently what had happened was as I was clowning on Sonic all week for being a drunk idiot and losing his fanny pack. You're me, the drunk idiot the drunk who stole idiot, it. Did the, no, I, did, I obviously did the right thing. Saw his, because he left before I did. His Uber left before no. I did. Yes, we yeah. didn't walk out together. Like, so like even co- one of us really remember what our, happened. Our coats were hanging on the back of a chair and backpacks and everything in the fanny pack, and he swooped up everything. That's what I everything. gathered. What happened is you went in and like no, he, you were gone. Se- you went in was, and seagulled all the things. I do specifically remember leaving because I walked home, and you and I was finishing. Yeah, we my were drink. trying to get you to get a ride with Angie, and you were like, "No," because was that that's another night? story? Because oh, oh. Angie can't drive. <laughs> so, no, that was a different night. That was the same night. I mean, it? I'm, pre- I'm yeah. pretty sure you carry that law for yourself. Across all nights that you own. Yeah. Look, here's the bottom line. I was trying to do the right thing because my friend Sonic left his fanny pack at the bar. And I'm sure I grabbed it and said, I need to bring this home 
for him and I'll make sure I get it. And somewhere along the line, when I got home, it fell underneath the kitchen table and I wasn't noticed for like four days. It it was a thing though, for like a solid four days, every day we would talk about his fanny pack and like where it must've been and the things that have happened and <laughs> him trying to get through finding all his shit and like replacing it. Like it, it was like, it sounds like it wasn't that big of a deal, but it, it took up a whole week. Oh man. I, I remember being fanny on the front hate. lines going, oh man, sorry, buddy. That sucks. Oh man. Be better next time. Don't be so drunk. And I'm the guy that brought it <laughs> home with good intentions and it was sitting I in my house he's patting himself on the back for something no he is I don't think yeah. he did that well I'm glad uh, my top moment wasn't when I called the bartender the rock oh it would that that was secondary to me yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was definitely an honorable mention I just think this one affected a, way more people <laughs> It was a female bartender, by the way, that you called he, The Rock. He, he, that he was trying to take home, and he said, you you, you kind of look like The Rock. Asterisk, I found her on their Instagram at the, at the bar, and yeah. found out she was married, so I did some stalking, and I feel really great about myself about that one. Are you leaving, bro? Oh, okay. Thanks for participating. Worst hangover. Julia, you start. Of the decade? Oh. Well, because when we originally made this list, mind you, we were going to do it for the year, and then we're like, oh, it's just been a whole decade. It honestly, it's this past year. This past year has been the worst hangovers of my life. Welcome to Chicago. Um, And also just welcome to being in my mid to late 20s. I'm in my late 20s, but I tell everyone I'm in my mid 20s till I'm 29. It's definitely this past year, like cripplingly terrible. I get really bad at anxiety. And I just feel like I'm going to die. Um, so standout moment would be March 18th. <laughs> We've narrowed it down to the day. Well, the day after St. Patty's Day. <laughs> and th- that night after or the day after we all went out in October. When did we go? Oh, when we went to bounce. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, so explain the typical Julia hangover. How much did you have to drink in order to get this hungover? It's not how much I drink sometimes. Well, it is like it'll be it'll be enough that I get drunk. But it won't be like that I'm drinking so much that I like I have like a specific type of ailment the next day. I can't sleep when I drink. It's and usually I, the other way around. What's wrong with you? I don't know. And I and two things set off anxiety for me. And one is a hangover and the other is lack of sleep. So I have both of those things. And the next day I just feel like the world around me as I know it is ending. Good Lord. It is. It is bad. You don't need this podcast. You need like Dr. Phil. I know. And then so like I get like I have like a really bad headache and then I just have like the Sunday scary is really bad. How long did it take you to recover from your St. Patrick's Day festivities? That was really bad. That might have been the worst for this one moment for this one thing alone. So uh, we went to Howl at the Moon that night. Do you go there often? Are you familiar with it? I've been there a few times. So you know how they have the buckets with the million straws? Yes. We were sharing it with like our group and someone in there was sick. Mm -hmm. And then that was that week that I had the flu really bad. Not that I'm expecting you to remember when I got really sick this past year, but that was it. And so like right as I was like making my way back up off like the hangover train of shame, like I got bamboozled with the worst (laughs) flu. Like it was like a three day (laughs) knockout flu. Uh, So it was a 10 day hangover. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the train of shame next stop bamboozled there's been many uh many sundays this year where i said i'm never drinking again well, this past sunday you uh just skipped out on the entire bears viewing party that's right you just bailed that's right you can ask josh i had my head under pillows yeah. and he was feeding me water no we could have done that at a bar standing up like a grown-up well but- i didn't so um, mine are both sports related. I say hangover. These are the two most memorable ones I had. And one was for a very good reason. The other one was for a very bad reason. First one was November 2nd, 2016. <laughs> that was. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. I was just making fun of you for remembering the exact date. But that was, 
uh, the day after the Cubs won the World Series. And that night, I mean, we went out to like four o'clock in the morning and then I didn't sleep. I just went home and rewatched the entire game. So I'm up to like seven or eight. So I never really sobered up and I showed up to work kind of drunk the next day. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. And it's always bad. Like your hangovers just are always the worst if you can't sleep. But that was the best kind of hangover to have because the entire city was hungover that day. The entire city was up till middle of the night. The entire city was partying all night long. The entire city, for those that didn't didn't drink, they were they were just awake because they couldn't go to sleep because the Cubs did something for the first time in 108 years. And it was it was like a happy hangover day. A lot of people called in sick. Yeah. Second one was after Cody Park, you missed the field goal in the Bears playoff game earlier this year in January of 2019. And um, uh, that was a, that was what, a three o'clock game, I believe, two o'clock game, something like that. And then I just proceeded to drink myself into the floor for the rest of the night. And then I woke up the next day and I was just angry all that following Monday. Do you ever feel like garbage? Yes, I did that Monday. Okay, because I, like- I mean, you come to work sometimes like fresh as a daisy after I know what you did the day before. Well, I, you play it off here. Well, I'm a professional. You are a professional hungover person. I am not. I just get up and I just go. Yeah. It's, it's mind over matter. But anyway, hey, rate and subscribe and, and comment and all that nonsense on here. And episode number three of the decade year end spectacular Spanky's Corner thing is coming very soon. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, and review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.